Hey, everybody, we've got some great news coming for an upcoming live event. A live event, Pete. We've sort of done live events before, but this one's pretty legit, though. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a really fun uh, live event coming up in June. Scott, mm-hmm. why don't you talk about it? We're going to be hosting a screening of Jawbreaker, Darren Stein's Jawbreaker, a movie that we have covered. We are going to be watching it at the Rooftop Cinema Club. Yes, indeed. At their... A club arts district location. So if you want to come join us, we're going to be doing a Q&A at the end of the movie with Darren Stein, the director, and prior guest of the show. Yes, it's going to be really fun. If you go to rooftopcinemaclub.com and search Jawbreaker in their movie selection, it is going to be June 29th at 7.30 p.m., at the Rooftop Cinema Club Arts District. In lo- downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So if you're in L.A. and you want to check out uh, a screening of Jawbreaker, it's on the roof of this really cool building in the Arts District in downtown L.A. There's a beautiful view of all of downtown. The whole cityscape is there behind us. And we're going to be watching the movie Underneath the Stars um, in you know the midst of the you know, summer evening. And as soon as the movie ends, uh, Scott and I will be hosting a Q and a with the director, Darren Stein. Yeah. So check it out, uh, on uh, rooftopcinemaclub.com. And there's going to be more events like this to come later in the summer. Yes, indeed. This is only our first one. This is only our so first one. If, uh, mm-hmm. if you're going to be in the LA area this summer and you want to check out movies that made us gay live, we will be doing, um, this event as well as, uh, a couple more, Upcoming, and we'll be releasing the Q and A's as bonus content, mm-hmm. um, probably here on the main feed. Yeah, so uh, keep listening for more information about that. But this first show is June 29th, Rooftop Cinema Club. Check it out. Scott, we would we love have, to see you there. Do we have pricing for this right now? Pricing is available on the website. Yeah, look on the website. So, so check There's it out. There's two different types of seats that you can get. Yes, indeed. You There's, get a comfy chair at these. You get a comfy chair if you get. You're the, not sitting on the hard ground like it's not at, like at, at the other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to be in a nice. Uh, chair with the cushion and if you're in the front couple of seats you get some free popcorn included with it the movies come with a headset so you don't have to worry about people talking around you it's mm-hmm. kind of a really fun event so check out the uh rooftopcinemaclub.com for more information yeah and um until then here's the movie enjoy the episode bye oh my god do you know who this is no that's warner's older brother oh Third-year Yale Law student Putnam Bowes Huntington III and his fiancée, Lane Walker Vanderbilt. First year Yale Law. (sighs) This is the type of girl that Warner wants to marry. This is what I need to become to be serious. What? Practically deformed? No. A law student. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hello. Hello. It has taken us this long to get to this movie, Pete. I kind of forgot we didn't do this movie already. Right? <laughs> We've done this as a commentary. <laughs> oh, that's why. Well, everyone, welcome back to the show. My name is welcome Pete. Welcome back. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made, made us gay. gay. Yes, indeed. Our new friend Wolfgang, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And we had you over tonight to watch Legally yes. Blonde, oh, directed yeah. by Robert Luktik. Luketic. Luketic. Yes. I 
I knew I was going to pronounce his name <laughs> wrong, too. Um, released July 13th, 2001. Yes. Wolfgang, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Kind How of, are you guys? Welcome. We're doing great. great. And kind of funny that we ran into you at the Eagle one night. Yes, indeed. We were out on the patio of the Eagle, and I believe that we were admiring the moon. There may have been oh, some yes. howling at the moon, mm-hmm. and um, we just got <laughs> chatting with you. Yeah, I was on one of my hippie LA adventures, mm-hmm. and I go mm-hmm. down there, and I was like waiting for the full moon while getting a few beers, and I saw it, and I ran outside. When the minute came, <laughs> I saw you guys. I just went to your table, didn't even look you guys, looked right up. You're like, what is it? I'm like, it's the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot bonded, that, that was... <laughs> bonded under the moon at, at the Eagle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, was it like a blood moon or something? There was something about it. Was it was just a full moon. That it was, was just it. all beautiful. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, then I got to meet you guys amazing people. Yeah. This is how connections are made. Exactly. People leave, leave your house, talk to strangers, and you'll you'll meet some friends along the way. And here we are. And then this during episode. the conversation, we told you about our podcast. And then I don't know how we just started talking about. I think that you just mentioned legally blonde. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been wanting to do a legally blonde episode. You should just come on for it. Oh my god! Yeah. And when I tell you this movie. Was literally the epitome of my life because my mom, <laughs> anytime it came on, she would just scream, Wolfgang! It's on! Yeah, literally. my mom My mom also loves this movie. Loved it. <laughs> and I watched it every single time fully with my mom. It was Love amazing. It. Love it. This is a good, like, gay son and mom <laughs> bonding movie. Oh my, my mom God. and sister and her best friend used to love this movie. Still do. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't remember when I first saw this movie. So I saw this movie when I was visiting my uncle in Southern California. I, for the okay. life of me, cannot remember what movie theater it was. It was probably the Southland. Outside, I mean, it was probably somewhere in Orange County. I don't know where. Well, I mean, this is only noteworthy because, uh, listeners, if you follow along with the show, then you'll remember that Scott has uh, – his X-Men power is remembering what movie theater he saw every movie. It really bothers – and it really bothers me that I don't know what movie yeah. theater I saw this in. Like yeah. I think about it all the time yeah. when I think about this movie. And my X-Men power is immediately forgetting what movie theater I've watched a movie in <laughs> the minute I walk out. <laughs> What's the big mall um, in Riverside? Uh, the Ontario Mills? May have been the Ontario Mills Mall. Or the Galleria at Tyler. Maybe I, don't think, that. I don't think it was the Galleria at Tyler. That's What's that, in Riverside. What's that like outdoor mall – where we went to and walked around when we were on the way to Palm Springs. That is um, the gardens, something gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Victoria. Was, that's Victoria Gardens. Victoria Gardens. Rancho. Maybe it was there. I don't know if that was there then. So I think it might have been the Ontario Mills. Not that it matters, folks. No. But uh, I don't recall the first time I saw this movie. I remember liking it, but I don't have as deep of a history as the two of you. Wolfgang, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I do. In you fact. do? Okay, do. tell us about it. I was probably like, I think it was 11 when it came out. So I was probably still 11, like, freshly when it came out. And um, it was actually, it had been like a year after because I watched it on TV. And I remember my mom, she always made me watch chick flicks. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know, I just always loved it. Even though yeah. I never really was into superhero movies, this was my superhero movie. Okay. <laughs> but I uh, ended up. Elle's totally a superhero. Oh my god, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, defying the odds of what everyone says and thinks, boom. <laughs> it's her origin story. Yeah, so she screamed, she brought me to her room, and then we watched it, and ever since then, we've watched it every time, but yeah, it was in her bedroom. Okay. So Cute. I, I remember 
this is from that time that I was subscribing to movie magazines. And I remember reading about this movie in Teen Line Magazine. I've mentioned this publication before. Teen Line Magazine? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, Teen Movie Line Magazine. Excuse me. And just kind of that day where I'm sure that information on it was on the internet. Sure. Because this probably shot in like mid-2000. Yeah. But I remember reading a write-up of Reese Witherspoon in this movie called Legally Blonde. And I remember they had a little photo. It was kind of like a mock-up kind of publicity poster of the movie. And I was 100% in. Okay. And I was waiting for this movie summer of 2001. And I was disappointed in Premiere Magazine's summer movie preview that they did not have a lot written on it. Sure. Just because I think that the expectations of this movie going into that summer, I mean, summer of 2001 had some huge movies. I mean, right. that was the summer of Fast and the Furious. There was a big oh, Spielberg wow. movie. Um, Planet of the Apes was summer of 2001. And I just feel like everybody just sort of dismissed this movie as being a girl movie. Well, and, and Reese Witherspoon wasn't Reese Witherspoon yet. She was still kind of... Mm-hmm. This kind of was a the star one on the rise. Yeah, here. this is definitely the role that turned her into a movie star. And then it came out in July and just made a shit ton of money. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And audiences loved it. Yeah. I mean, it's got Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-hmm. That's not to love. Oh, now, this cast is incredible. Now, we, really have to, we have to preface and say Jennifer Coolidge has been going through a moment for the past oh, couple yeah. of years, right? With White Lotus. Um, she's kind of has this like global recognition. This is 2001 and she had already kind of been around the block. Was she cur- was she at this time at the Groundlings main company on Sunday? In 2001, she may have still been in the main company, mm-hmm. um, at the Groundlings, uh, along with Melissa McCarthy and I can't think of who else was in it at the time. <laughs> oh, you know who was in it is Larry David's wife. Oh, Cheryl Hines. Cheryl Hines. Heather McDonald was probably there too. Well, Heather was in Sunday Company, mm-hmm. um, which is very different. It's one day a week, and it's kind of pay to play. Um, but uh, Jennifer was definitely in the main stage, and oh, Jim Rash and uh, okay, all the guys sure. from Reno Nine One One, Nat Faxon. Uh, who did Jim Rash win his Oscar with? Uh, that is The Descendants. Yeah, he won for The Descendants, and that is uh, I think it Al- is- Alexander Payne. Okay. No, but it was, he had a co-writer, and I think it's Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, all those all those kids were were over at the Groundlings with Jennifer Coolidge, and she was just as insane, weird, like funny as as she is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you know, without the recognition. Um, what was her big sketch? It was uh, Glass Menagerie. The Glass Menagerie. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge doing her Glass Menagerie sketch at the Groundlings was so funny, and I and I saw it. I saw it uh, in '99 with Jose. Galvez. Oh, so you would have yeah. known her as Stifler's mom? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah that's how I know her as Stifler's mom. <laughs> absolutely. And absolutely. I love to hear that she's like just as bright and vibrant as she is today. You know, that's really. Oh cool. my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's... But, you know, fame really changed her. You know, <laughs> <laughs> turned her around. It really changed. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, oh, I mean, this cast is wild, though. When you when you like, what, uh, like Victor Garber, like Holland Taylor, just a supporting cast, yeah, of like the professors, all that. But then, I mean, when you get into it, like our our two of our favorites, Oz Perkins. Movie, well, we love Oz Perkins. I love Oz Perkins. But um, 
Alana Hubak. Alana Hubak. <laughs> ah. Oh my god. Treasure. She's so good. The best friends. Do you do we know their do we know their names? The best friends? Yeah, it's Margaret and <laughs> Serena. Okay. And so I love that, you know, um Alana was also the mom in Euphoria for Casey and Lexi, and that's how I remember her. Get the fuck out yes. of here. She's not the mom on Euphoria. Yeah, the we mom on Euphoria. Euphoria so oh my god. Like, you know, it's good, <laughs> but made for just one. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Alana Yubak, we fucking love. She's she's another one who's we stand. out of her mind, yeah. but so funny. Like, so good uh, in the Brady Bunch movie. Yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Noreen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the closeted lesbian uh, best friend of Marsha. She's really funny with Jessica. Jessica Caulfield. Jessica Caulfield. The other friend. Mm-hmm. And what else do I know Jessica Caulfield from? Jessica Caulfield was in Urban Legend Final there, Cut. Okay. She was in Valentine. She has a great death scene in Valentine where she gets shot with an arrow and oh, she, she flies <laughs> through a door and... Uh, lands into a dumpster great oh, movie oh, death scene oh goodness mm-hmm. all right all right um also white chicks white that's, chicks yes. that is what i'm thinking of oh my god that yeah. was oh my god when i saw her and how tall she was i was like damn <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and white chicks has a girl in it who is not alana yubak but looks like her mm. and i was like oh that's the girl from oh no it's not oh i remember <laughs> i know what you're talking about yeah you know yeah totally um so yeah so this cast is amazing i mean and then to like Luke Wilson, Summer Blair, like the big, the heavy hitters. And like you mentioned, Reese on the rise. I mean, yeah. I definitely knew who Reese was at this time just yes. because I remember uh, we were just talking about Pleasantville <laughs> earlier today. And mm-hmm. I remember that being a big deal for her. Right, right. When she was in that movie. I mean, yeah. Election kind of, I mean, that was a big deal. And also coming off of Election, she's talked about just sort of getting offered these very dare I say, shrewish characters. Mm. Just kind of these Tracy Flick types. Sure. So I think this was a very deliberate move that I'm going to do a broad comedy. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fucking suits her. She plays yeah. this character so well. That's the thing. It's like you could say that this is kind of like a stereotype character, a little easy, but it's like, you know, the big, I, I don't know if we're, putting the cart before the horse here but one of the big like legends that's come out of this movie is that it was turned down by christina applegate yeah i was gonna say right? yeah, it's not crazy too which is fucking wild who says that she regrets it and who said who yep. she says mm-hmm. she regrets it of she course a lot more bitter than that yeah well <laughs> yes yes but the thing is it's like she said she she wanted to turn it down because it's another dumb blonde character and she just played kelly bundy mm-hmm. for sure. so many years but and she I, didn't play Kelly like this. Well, and I feel like early drafts of the script were maybe a little college raunchy comedy kind of okay, in the yeah, vein of yeah. American Pie. Yeah. From what I was reading. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it was first pitched. Or and, they're just thinking like Cher yeah. Horowitz goes to college. Yeah. Right? Clueless goes to college. Let's just do that. We should also mention that this movie is based on the book by Amanda Brown. And she based this a story off of her going to Stanford Law and being obsessed with beauty and fashion and reading Elle magazine and clashing with all of the peers at the law school. All the fucking dicks like the ones in this movie. They're so mean to They're her. So mean there to are her. such assholes to her. <laughs> My favorite part about Amanda Brown doing this too was not only did she like 
write it based off like her life, but she also actually wrote it on like pink paper and a uh, furry pen, uh, mm-hmm. and she sent the script <laughs> in a pile of things. And the reason the guy chose it was because it was on pink paper. Love that, and that's how it came to be. Love so that. uh, that's such a fun little so like Mark Platt. Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think found the manuscript for the book. Not or, Mark Platt. Mark Platt, I know Ben, ben Platt's father, <laughs> father, executive at Universal. Yeah, um, I I'm not really sure if he found a manuscript of the novel or of a script and then helper turned it into a novel. I'm not really sure what came first. Yeah, yeah. of this was intended to be a script and then it became a novel. I don't really know. And then we got Legally Blonde. Yeah, oh God, thank God too. <laughs> and they talk about just sort of the development of the script of that. It was sort of meant to be an edgy, raunchy college comedy, and then it just kind of turned into the story of woman empowerment, which right. is kind of cool, right? Yeah. No, I love that honestly, and it really is. It really does a story about a woman who literally has everyone going against her, yeah. and she's going against everyone's will, and she puts in so much hard work. And she's still being her with good moral values. You, you know, one of the best things about this movie that I completely forgot that it does is that – because I haven't sat down and watched it in, in a while. So we're watching it last night and uh, Selma Blair comes on and I'm just like, oh, there she is. Ooh, this frigid Selma Blair. I just, I just hate her so much. She's just so terrible. But she has such a good redemption and kind of like turnaround yeah. for this character. And you don't just – you're not just like, fuck this bitch the whole time. And Elle actually does develop a friendship with her. And it's like – and that's so cool. Like they didn't have to do that. She could have just been a bitchy girl and they're the mean girls and the, and Elle is the underdog. But no, it was like they just didn't understand each other. You know, mm-hmm. She just – she was afraid kind of of Elle because – She's going to take her man. Yeah, you know. Back. And Elle was afraid of her because she had, like, ugly brown hair. But, <laughs> you know, in the end, they kind of saw eye to eye and, and, and figured out that, hey, like, we both have a lot of shit that's, like, getting thrown at us here. And, like, we've, we've nobody's going to help us but each other. So, like, and I, I really love that they kind of gave that character an arc within the confines of the movie because they didn't have to do that. She could have just been a bitchy girl mm-hmm. and just been a villain the whole time. I kind of wonder if Selma Blair came on board with the recommendation of Reese. Right. Because right. they had worked with each other. In Cruel Intentions. In, in Cruel Intentions. But I don't think that they have any scenes together until the end. Right. Yeah, so yeah. they probably just knew each other. Yeah. They actually were neighbors. Okay. Oh, yeah. They oh. actually lived right next to each other. So during the filming, they would go and like hang out and stuff. So that was also really that's, cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's helpful. I was like, rich people, huh? Right, yeah. <laughs> reading about, reading the short list of the mysterious casting list on Wikipedia. Of people who were, quote unquote, considered of for Of people this movie. who were considered, I mean, Charlize Theron. Okay, for L. Maybe in the early 2000s, Charlize Theron I could buy. I oh. always have this, I don't know what is wrong with me but there's this thing in my brain that Charlize is like the new kid in town <laughs> and i'm like she wasn't working then but it's a yes girl she has but i don't know why she's just like because she wasn't around in the 80s or something i'm like she's that new kid exotic lady she's this- yeah <laughs> but she's been around since the 90s so i don't know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about 
I was also reading Alicia Silverstone, and I think that well, this character was yeah. written as a Alicia Silverstone type. Yeah, Cher so, Horowitz goes to college. I'm sure it probably went Alicia's way somewhere. Yeah, I would I, love that too. And I actually, I've done cute. her hair and her kid's hair too. Ooh, I'm a hairstylist, by the way, you guys. <laughs> and uh, she is so freaking nice. Yeah, still so gorgeous in oh, person. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow. I remember the first time I saw her, I didn't recognize her. And then when I, when she left, everyone was like, "Do you know what that was?" Uh, I was like, "No." <laughs> They're like, "That's from Clueless." I was like, "Oh." <gasps> <laughs> she, she married um, our uh, prior guest, Blake. Oh, yeah. Blake and Garrett. Blake, Blake and Garrett. She officiated, yep. she officiated their wedding. She officiated their wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I could see if maybe Reese passed on this. Could you see Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. In Legally Blonde? Legally no. Blonde. No, I can't she see J-Lo. She doesn't read I can't see. Blonde. Not my love. <laughs> it would be weird. No. She... She would look weird with blonde, with blonde hair. Sorry, she would have no. to change the character. Sorry, love. I'm not and then I was also it. reading Catherine Heigl, which, if you were to follow Catherine mm-hmm. Heigl's career, I mean, it would be a if big. This was made for TV. It would be a big. I mean, breakout role for her because sure. I think that she wasn't doing yeah bleed stuff at that time. Yeah, but maybe yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I also think Christina could have done such a good job. Yeah, I think it would. Ju- it would. I mean, we're so married to Reese Witherspoon so Reese, in this yeah, movie L, that yeah. I could see. A version of this character with Christina Applegate. Do you think that Christina Applegate reads older than Reese Witherspoon? Honestly, I think in this movie, I think she would. I, I think, think so. I think, I think she so. would. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, I'm glad she stuck to nine. You know, nine one. You <laughs> and know? then they were, and then they were cast as sisters on Friends. Oh, that's they're right. both Rachel's sisters. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, and this was, and I think that Reese in 2001 was on Friends. Too. So she did um, Friends very shortly after she I, made this I movie. I have to look up the, the timing. I think it was yeah. either 2001 or 2002 that yeah. she was on Friends. Okay. I didn't even know that. That's so cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They they both played Rachel's sisters. Mm-hmm. And they're both very funny in the roles. Not at the same time, though. They always play them separately. But, right, but, Reese, I, love, but I love this cast. Reese is yeah. a angel sent from heaven <laughs> in this movie. I cannot really... Think of this movie any other way but her. Generally, yeah. it really couldn't. It's like yeah, it has to be her. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys actually know who the Vivian Selma Blair was almost casted? Oh, it as? was um, it was Chloe Stephanie. Yeah, she oh. turned it down to do the thriller uh, Demon Lover 2002, which was shooting at the same time. Well, that would have been an interesting. No, this would have been an interesting movie for yeah, Chloe Stephanie like to follow time, her Oscar nomination for. Yeah, right. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. glad Selma, though. You know. Yeah, I like I like Selma in this role. She she kind of plays this buttoned up girl really well, and she works as um, kind of a, a, an opposite uh, aesthetically. Sure, because. You know, the whole thing with um, – what's the ex-boyfriend's name? Warner. The whole thing with Warner is that he's he's like, you're my Marilyn. I'm looking for my Jackie. You know, mm-hmm. and she's got like the dark hair and all that. Um, so it's like, okay, I get it. She's like a little bit more – Like you know. a frigid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would, they have, would they have made Chloe a brunette? Could Chloe pull off brown hair? Has she ever? I feel like I've only ever seen Chloe 70 with blonde. blonde. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think so. it would look gorgeous, but we will never know, I guess. We will never know. We'll never know. <laughs> so whenever we watch this movie, it always um, makes me 
miss Pasadena because the opening oh, shots of this yes. movie when they're going around sorority row and this is UCLA C U L A okay so this California is, University this is neighboring this is neighboring the like the 90210 college I think it's the same college from 90210 uh Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> um the this this you know cuz they can't say Cal, Cal I'm sure State or I'm sure that Donna and um Donna and Kelly, Kelly were were like pledging wandering some, around were yeah. pledging some sorority down the street but it was shot at Caltech it and was shot at I Caltech. take my lunch hours at work at Caltech almost every day and yeah. I walk around that campus and it is beautiful that sorority row mm-hmm. is closer to PCC it's on the other side of campus still it's Caltech off, it's off hill mm-hmm. it is still Caltech cuz PCC does not have those Pasadena City College does not have those buildings but um, makes me miss Pasadena yeah when I watch the, the opening sequences of this movie those when the they're only, those are the only shots mm-hmm. it's just those exteriors when they're bringing the little letter to L yeah that she's gonna but go on her date you guys you guys know us we're sticklers for like the exterior shots of like we know where that is um because yeah the rest of it is, they don't shoot anymore in, at uh Caltech I think I gotta take a road trip there because actually I literally <laughs> didn't know that, and yeah. I am now I'm going. It's cute, yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful awesome. campus. All the that where the credits are going, and all the there's like all those shirtless guys, and the, the girls on the bike, and the girls on mm-hmm. the bike. I yep. gotta say yeah. too, like during this intro, like it is the perfect Y2K montage. I mean, like the perfectly blonde toned hair, French that pedicure, fucking in, in, in that fucking song, the girl, yeah, yeah you know the perfect <laughs> song, perfect day, yeah, yeah. And I love that they do like this girl shaving her leg and just puts. Bumble Blair's name next to it. I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> all the all those boys that are shirtless, wearing like the biggest cargo shorts yeah. mm-hmm. with like their boxer shorts underneath. I was like, "Do you think they just went to PCC and they're like, we need twenty guys mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to be in a movie right now?" And they did great. And they did great. They're <laughs> they did all their job. shirtless, wet guys. Uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's it's very endearing. For L, that she is, um, I don't know, like, yes, she's, you know, all about the sorority and all about, like, clam bakes and the social schedule and, like, going to the Cape and all that stuff. But it's like, she got her fucking bachelor's. Yeah. yeah this is no small feat. She had a 4.0 I mean, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. and a fucking major in history yeah. of polka dots. I mean, this is, if this is... In the universe of this movie, the CU system, the California University system, this is an, an analogy for UCLA. Which Gra- is pretty much like an Ivy League school. Gra- to graduating. Take it that she is uh, – her family are billionaires yes, probably. Yes, absolutely. She they grew up super across rich. the street from Spelling Mansion. Her family – that shit is so funny. At the very end of yeah. the movie when it's the graduation and the dad has a full-ass martini. That's like a leftover gra- 80s joke. Oh that mm-hmm. shit is so funny to me. And James looked Died. so good <laughs> as Elle's father. Who's oh, the dad? It was James. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Give me a second. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, she graduated from, let's say, UCLA. Uh, with a degree in fashion marketing and you, in fashion merchandising and, and merchandising. to and to run department stores, you that I mean that's the degree that you have to get too. Right. I mean, it's kind of thrown out like it's a it's like a, a stupid degree. It's like yeah. a stupid degree, like but one. I mean, but it's no small feat to get yeah. into UCLA. First of all, today it's like practically like you said, Scott. It's like getting into fucking Harvard <laughs> to get into UCLA. So it's like there's just little throwaway things, but it's like else she's not fucking stupid like she you know she's done the work she's putting the work and on top of all that she 
is the president of her sorority. She has done all these things and accomplished all this crap. So it's like, it's funny and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't have had the drive in college to do all that shit. Honestly, I never went to college, but this <laughs> right. is truly how I fantasize a sorority. They what, all yeah. shower together. <laughs> they all fucking work out together. It's yeah. freaking amazing. I mean, I have my uh, fantasy in my head of, of what being in a fraternity it's like, but it's fraternity and uh, there, there's an X at the end of it. And the, but that's something else. That's a different. That's a whole different uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, also, it was James Reed who played Elle's father. Okay. All right. Yeah. Look, but the parent, the parents are funny. Mm-hmm. The parents are funny, and and that that's kind of played for a joke. But I but I love it. So um, um, this movie's uh, this movie sto- uh, this movie starts with Elle going out with her boyfriend, played by Matthew Davis. Mm-hmm. I remember so Matthew Davis at this time. They were trying to kind of make him the the new Paul Walker, sort of, if you will, because he was in Legally Blonde and Pearl Harbor the same summer. Oh my god! That's crazy. So they were kind of trying to make him. Is he leading man material? I don't know. So what's interesting about him playing this role too is that he actually based his role off George W. Bush. Uh, which, which, yeah. What? That's about. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> what? But the whole. Th- but like everything that he says to her, you're just like you piece of shit and like but you're so hot (laughs) i don't care oh and you know matthew davis would have been discovered by joel schumacher because he was one of the he was one of the twinks in tigerland with Uh, colin farrell one of the twinks in tigerland Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a war movie oh and then um (laughs) war and then um (laughs) he followed this up with blue crush so i mean they were trying to make him be an icon and i don't think anything really stuck nothing stuck no it's unfortunate too Mm -hmm. yeah um but i also love that when he does come in he's wearing a full slick back sunglasses as driving at night yeah and like comes in <laughs> and you know they like they there's a part right before he walks in is like you're at this like shop mm-hmm. and she's wearing this gorgeous blue gown and everyone's like why are you wearing pink and um right. i wish she still wore that blue fucking gown she looked at <laughs> the sequence gown the yeah se- the sequence, sequence gown. gown and she comes down this Stop. 90s like tiger cougar mom's yeah. outfit i was like what is this the pink dress is kind of funny that yeah, she's wearing it's, totally it's got a weird slit it is a little cougar yeah yeah so okay there are a couple of moments in this movie where i'm just like oh fuck pull yourself together and i i get that she's been dating this guy for a long time and she's expecting him to propose and he comes out with this bullshit thing about like, <laughs> I you his just brother his brother is dating a Vanderbilt, yeah, and mm-hmm. you just don't meet the expectations of what I'm supposed to do. With She's my in life. Maryland, and he needs to be with and Jackie. He needs to be with Jackie, and, and it's the thing, like you said, of the George Bush situation of just like dumb. This is dumb, <laughs> first of all, but this is just my family, and this is how we do things, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know what happens when there's those kinds of expectations? The fucking Murdoch. Yeah. Like, uh, what state was that in? North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, those mm-hmm. that fucking lawyer that murdered his entire family because... Oh, my God. That's so horrible. Because of, like, expectations and, like, you know, family legacy and all that bullshit. But, you know, the fact that she is, like... I get it. You're heartbroken. That this is this came out of nowhere. You you literally were expecting to get at, proposed, but then he dumps you. And the way he does it is is so shitty. He's just like, 
Dude, it was like probably one of the, it would probably be the most traumatic thing in my life. Yeah. Being taken to a gorgeous restaurant. He's like telling me all these amazing things about our future. Yeah. Like cheerings me, calls me Pooh Bear. And then he goes, fuck no. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, worked in the service industry and witnessed something like this happen? Honestly, yeah. I have. <laughs> I have. It's I horrifying. have. Yep. Mm-hmm. But like at a hair salon, like, mm. <laughs> I've, I've, I've witnessed fights like this at um, restaurants and all of the staff are just like off to the corner, <laughs> just like observing. We mm-hmm. love watching the drama. We just uh, don't want to be God. in it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but my thing is, it's like, okay, in the moment that's got to suck, but it's like, fuck that guy. Like you're going to – I know it's like the drive of the entire movie. Well, we have to start with L at the most yeah. lowest point. Yeah. But to be too. like, but I need to be with him. It's like, no, you don't. This guy's an asshole. Why well, would you want to be that, with that? Well, I think that L is about to learn a, a very, very val- valuable, valuable lesson <laughs> on her journey, Pete. I, yes, I get it. It is the driving force of the movie. If she, if she said, fuck you, Warner, like, go. End. Yeah. Then, yeah, credits. Then, credits. I'm going <laughs> to finish my fashion merchandising Perfect degree and go and. Day. And I, I got to say, too, I genuinely think she took it so calmly compared to how I would. I would yeah. have been the teller. She had a couple Bella. of shrieks. She had a couple of shrieks Ugh. and people looked, but <laughs> she kept herself together. You're right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she walked away. I would have thrown the water, bitch up yeah. him. I'm like, call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Call them. Yeah. Turn the table over. Yeah. Prostitution whores. <laughs> Turn the tables I'm over. Gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> we bring the drama. <laughs> uh, we are the drama. But yeah, season. she, you know. <laughs> I I just like you know to be at that point thinking you're gonna get engaged and dumped in such a like horrific way, mm-hmm. but a hundred percent, she could have kept it a little bit more and been like, oh, what about me? But let me tell you, I don't even have that security in myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I don't know. I I do think that her kind of like decision and journey of like, okay, he's going to Harvard Law, like that's what I need to do. That shit is so funny. When she- I love that woman when she is oh. when they're reading the magazine so l is reading uh <laughs> fox and hound i think um, I don't some know. some like waspy magazine and the old lady is reading an issue of 17 magazine and i remember pausing it at the time on my tape of like <laughs> who is on the cover of that 17 magazine and we did it last night do you know who it is i don't it is it's josie and the Pussycats. rosario dawson <laughs> tara reed and um rachel lee cook oh my god I just yeah. love on the tara cover reed. of 17 magazine oh my god mm-hmm. yeah i love that, that so this much. little old lady is reading but the weird thing is uh in the movie what we noticed is that like it doesn't look like she's actually holding it they like kind of did some weird like CG morphing thing to like put the cover on the magazine. Do you think that she was just holding up like a blank magazine and they just put on the most current issue of Seventeen when they were editing it? If that was originally the intention, or she was just holding up something else altogether, and they're just like, you know, it would be cool, and then just did it in post. But it looks freaking weird. I don't think that. I think that maybe Reese Witherspoon would have been. Uh, I don't think that she was quite doing covers of 17 she would have moved on to something else at the time why does she end up at the at the salon is she just like so what happened was like her friends come you know serena and margaret am i saying that right yeah margaret all right Mm -hmm. and uh so basically they come in you know she's like watching a movie and it's like she's watching she's watching days of our lives yeah and Uh, she like fucking throws (laughs) the candy very 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 famous scene where she's eating the box of chocolates yeah margo yeah margo i'm also Mm -hmm. gonna give the people what they want because we kind of miss this like iconic quote 
But, you know, if I'm going to be a standard by the time I'm 30, I need to stop dicking around. And Al, <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. I love that quote. Um, yeah. But what was it? Oh, yeah. So they come up and they come save her. They're like, what's the one thing you always love doing? And so they get Manny petties. There you go. And this is yeah. actually one of my favorite scenes that Serena does. Because how does she know Mandarin? Like uh, she's yeah. like straight talking <laughs> Chinese, talking about how this girl's eating eight cheese, yeah. like freaking chant sandwiches, and that she, you know, she was gonna be married the first one, but now she just lost it all. Loved it. But, I love her. But that's just I like, love I love Alana. In that Alana's scene. like craziness, to her, that delivery, and she's just straight face. Yeah, delivers it. That's why I was dying. Like, okay. <laughs> and and this woman doing her nails is just like I know that's right. <laughs> She's just like okay. Oh my um, god, it was so good. Yeah. Alana, you're a treasure. She's so funny. She's so funny. <laughs> I'm also going to claim this now. Serena is actually probably one of my favorite people in this movie. Oh, yeah. she was like only there a few bits. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I miss I miss them the whole time. I was like, where where are they? Why are they here? Crazy girl with the slow dits one. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. I got bangs. I got bangs. You got and, bangs. <laughs> oh, I quote this, that a lot. And this is the first time we meet Jennifer Coolidge. In no. This scene. no, 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 no. It's later on. It's later this on. is when she is deciding to be a lawyer. Okay, yeah, and she has okay. to study for the LSATs. I mean, I've only taken a handful of tests like this. Oh my god, good for you! I've I didn't even one. take the yeah. SAT test. I took whatever. Montana State needed, which was the most basic one, because yeah. I was an in-state student and I pretty much just needed a pulse to get in. <laughs> oh my god! Like I <laughs> barely graduated school. high school, so, yeah. so to you. I yeah. couldn't even <laughs> imagine tackling something like the LSAT. No, tackling taxes. Oh my god, <laughs> that is so daunting. Yeah. Oh uh, god. And California is one of those states that we could just go and take the LSAT and become a lawyer. Like I think in the state of California, if you pass the bar, if you pass the bar, you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. Yeah. Like you don't actually have to have. But it's fucking hard. Education. Though. You but can't yeah, just that's walk the thing. Yeah. It. It is that probably crazy. doesn't happen for most people. So we'll Not see. Miss. We'll see. Miss Kim K. I think she just took like an LSAT or an equivalent and just like. Why did I already think she was already it. a lawyer though? Not she was quite, already doing a case. Not, did she pass the bar? She, I don't think she passed the bar yet, but she just took something and passed it. And it was like a big deal. She took a stump double. Yeah. But I mean, she's been interning at these like law firms I mean, and stuff. She, so comes from like, a, she comes from like a law family. I don't know, but that, that doesn't get passed down. You got to go to school for that shit. Mm hmm. <laughs> So, anyway, yeah, so uh, they bring her to the nail shop, and she's reading the magazine, and she, like, is next to this old lady, like, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I need to be. And the lady's like, what? Practically deformed? Practically deformed? I'm, I love her. No. She didn't no, even know where she was. No shade. For a second, I thought the girl in the picture was Chelsea Clinton. Well, do you think that's, <laughs> well, do you think that's the joke? I think it Do you think it's been. just sort of a little, a little jab at the Clintons? I mean, let me tell you this much. If I was the first daughter at 13, bitch, I, w- I would be paying so much money to have the internet scrubbed. I'd be like, how do you get pictures taken off the internet? Sir, we can't do that. Yes, but how do you do it? Because if I was, a pr- if I was the first daughter at-, at 13 years old, like Miss Chelsea Clinton was, oh my goodness, you do not want to see mm-hmm. the state of all this. At 13. That's a lie. <laughs> I would love to see it. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. And I actually, personally, I've had, like, photos taken off the internet of me. And let me tell you, it is a year's process. I can't It took imagine. about, like, three or four years to get stuff off Google with my name on it. Oh, 
Really? Yeah. It was anything bad. It was just like me in cosmetology school looking like crap. And I was like, I don't want this linked to my name. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> no whole pics yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, um, I love all of – I love the montage of Elle studying for the LSAT. It, it's so much fun. Yeah. And it really sets the tone of this is the – this is the movie that you're in for. So too. we didn't immediately Google it, but Scott did find out that Harvard does not, in fact, take video essays. I was curious. <laughs> Actually, thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's one thing where I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> Are they just throwing this in the garbage? At least to a funny scene. Because it's a funny I scene. think that Elle is the type of girl that would send a produced video like she's auditioning for the real world right to right, harvard right. which i and totally that's did. funny yeah audition for the real world i did oh come on so did i, I what did season it. oh my god i think it was like probably like five i don't remember five you would have been like 12 yeah well i don't remember what it was <laughs> but i remember when i was 18 i was living with my friend at the time and i thought that was my breakaway and i was like i'm gonna apply oh, for the real world oh, and bitch, i wrote whatever yeah. i could on that i was like i'm traumatized by my dad <laughs> i mean it was a, it was a big launching pad it was at, crazy. at one time for people Bucks. so um see. apparently a perfect score in the lsat exam is a 180 and uh l score of a 179 puts her in the top point one percent you know so work. that bitch is smart when i originally watched it i literally thought she barely passed and this didn't, like, yeah didn't they yeah. say like you you need at least a 180 yeah. yeah her guidance counselor elise beasley who i love that actress mm-hmm. um, you would know her as the teacher from recess oh my god is okay. the guidance counselor when i was watching her i every time i look at her i'm like i recognize her and i thought i've seen her a lot, so i looked her up i didn't see anything you would definitely you would have known yeah. okay. you would you would, love know, recess. you would know her her voice yeah you yeah know her voice. that's probably what i recognize i recognize her uh from moonlighting uh, in the 80s she was agnes de pesto she was the mm-hmm. secretary of moonlighting and i loved her ever since um but i was very young when i watched moonlighting um it wasn't college or anything um but i do it, but it, i feel like she said like you have to get like at least a 173 or something so it's like yeah when she did get that grade i was you, i was kind of like oh great she just made it yeah in like, reality, i, I it wonder what a perfect score was but yeah she pretty mm-hmm. much almost aced it yeah. we were talking about last night of i didn't know anybody growing up that went to an ivy league school harvard harvard my stepdad went to berkeley and that is the only person who i know that went to an ivy league school i was a poor poor kid (laughs) yeah none of my family got anywhere near that but i mean i even grew up with some really smart kids too like really smart and nobody was going to fucking harvard yeah i think that uh High school friend of mine maybe had an interview, and she didn't even make it past that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the what are the valedictorian? The yeah. valedictorian of my of my grade. He applied to Yale, and I don't think he made it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the valedictorian of eighty five students. <laughs> so the bar wasn't that high for him to be the for him to be the number one student. But um but you know I remember our high school guidance counselor telling us about applying to schools like that and they do factor in of is this person unique? As right. in like I guess that we don't have any other application I guess that we don't have any other uh right 
people applying with a fashion, fashion, fashion merchandising students, yeah. degree. <laughs> so, like, that's or funny. A Ricky Martin video. Mm-hmm. She was an extra in a Ricky Martin video. <laughs> yeah. Maya also, my, one of my favorite parts about this that I just realized, too, she's in a different color bikini in every shot. Yeah. A different color. And the <laughs> and the bikini tops are all, like, sparkly. Do you remember what happens in the days of our lives? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the evil. I forget the rest, but oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, the the videos the the scene where they're like watching the video though and the and the admissions guys are just like hot and flustered. They're like going on. Yeah. But I do love that there are guys that are just like, but what about this? When he's like, I don't know, and they're all but what about this? They keep trying to push her through. I also love this room of men just Watching right, all of these right, right. videos one after another and deciding right. who gets into Harvard Law. Also, yeah. VHSs. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Throwback. Her, her admission on a VHS. So, okay. we. I would like to talk about the fact that everyone at Harvard is a complete dick. They all... Oz Perkins is sweet. Oz Perkins is mm-hmm. sweet. The big Frankenstein guy is sweet. But everybody else singles her out based on her appearance. I mean... Granted, she does drive in in a fucking Porsche followed by a full moving van. A big van. moving van. Yeah. <laughs> also, in probably one of my favorite outfits, <laughs> that latex, like, pink oh, outfit. The, the, yeah. Also, let's talk about Bruiser, how Bruiser. cute, who's also named Bruiser in reality, Woods. is Mooney. Oh, Isn't that so cute? And, and Bruiser doesn't come out until the sequel. Mm, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because wasn't that the whole thing? Is that Bruiser's gay? Well, actually, in the second one, I think the other one passed away, but, oh. like, they realized that the... Uh, girl dog was a boy and that's oh, like wearing dresses okay. in the second one because she was uh trying to defend the anti- animal testing i was gonna say doesn't oh. the whole second movie revolve around bruiser pretty and, like, much yeah a family member of bruiser oh, like died during animal testing or but something it's a different Jesus. name in the movie i'm not yeah. quite sure though don't quote me on that okay. okay um i love the actress that plays uh enid meredith enid, scott enid meredith, meredith person in the movie meredith hey. scott lynn who wants to change the uh semester, semester to, to ovester to yeah. ovester and i was reading that amanda brown that is actually like something that she got from a real to school a real thing a real a real conversation that she had That's, with okay. um one of her feminist classmates which Schwerk. is so funny yeah yeah she was also like she's really uh really interesting because like you know I've, i when i watch this i actually totally missed that as a kid that there sure. was a lesbian in the movie and the yeah. fact that she you know she made a lesbian march for people lesbians against drunk driving yeah 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 and also it was actually uh one of the first gay slurs too probably right. heard because like they she, I remember when Elle was like trying to join the like the group and she was like well next time you don't say dyke behind my back yeah, call me a like, dyke yeah. yeah and she was like i didn't say that you must have heard it from vivian yeah i i love that about Elle that she's just like i don't use that word yeah mm-hmm. i love that yeah. she was like she was the like, hillary don't duff don't, don't say yeah. that and especially yeah. at a time where you would just see casual homophobia well, in movies too and also yeah. and also saying like saying fag calling somebody faggot like even at that time that was one thing but i I kind of feel like Dyke was never like super. It was never like you can't say that. You yeah, know it was what I mean? Desensitized. It was always. It was yeah. always been like, oh, whatever. That's just blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And but even then, I was like, I don't use that word. Yeah. So it's like work, okay, which cool. I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you could. You. I feel like that word got bandied around so much easier than like 
than like fag or faggot or whatever. And, and even then that was still kind of thrown around. So it's like that one was kind of like the last bastion of like gay slurs. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, and and it's kind of crazy how that happens too. Yeah. You yeah. know, like growing up, like that was so, I was so used to like hearing all that stuff. And like these days you will never, Oh yeah. Never. Like all the movies that were back in our day would never be oh, yeah. today. Yeah. Unfortunately. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Except Legally Blonde. <laughs> I love the I love the scene where she's introducing herself to the cast ma- to her the classmates. Me? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Elle Woods, and this is Freezer Woods, and we're both Gemini vegetarians. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA, and I was a Zeta Lambda New sweetheart, president of my sorority Delta Nu, and last year I was homecoming queen. Oh, two weeks ago, I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. Whoever said orange was the new pink was seriously disturbed. Of that you just when they're see sitting on the grass. this infectious positivity from right. Elle. Well, one of my mm-hmm. things, too, on this last viewing, I was like, oh, okay, that's why everybody looks so old. They all do have masters, multiple masters and PhDs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, these people all could be in their mid to late 20s. If because, not their 30s. Because of all the schooling that yep. they've had. Like Enid Wexler, she dropped like – she had a master's and something else. Oz had like two PhDs. The one like supposedly sexy blonde guy who Stephen Hawking stole his idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I love how like freaked out people are of her in this group too. Like she's like talking about how she saved Cameron Diaz from buying a horrid like <laughs> a truly A truly heinous sweater because at Fred Siegel. Because said orange is new, pink was seriously disturbed. Oh, my God. Just because that's the type of girl that Elle is. That yeah. she would just – Get chatty with Cameron Diaz and yeah. talk her out of buying something that she thought was ugly. Yeah, if it doesn't suit her, she would tell mm-hmm. her. She yep. wouldn't tell her to get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's that thing where everybody just looked at her and they're just like, "Ugh, this fucking idiot!" Like the you know the one guy it's when like, she, what is this? Yeah, when when she asks for the social schedule or whatever, mm-hmm. he immediately is just like, "Get the hell out of my I face!" I mean, <laughs> you're just like, "Oh, <laughs> I mean." Meanwhile, I think that probably Harvard Law does have some sort of itinerary of to. like, "Come on, clam bakes and trips to the Cape." Come <laughs> on, they have to. You're in Boston, going to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have to have. I mean, those there's still college students. It's like, come on. I know it's Harvard Law, but shit. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Scott, take the LSATs. Do it find now. Out. Uh, let's get your video, your video I mean, essay. We need to get the bikinis on. I mean, I think that I am the only one on this podcast that graduated that college. Has a, that Period. has a degree. has a Bachelor of Arts, so mm, I guess true. I could. I have associates true. for being hair school. <laughs> Work. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, uh, really, though, at the end of the day, uh, a bachelor's in um, uh, fashion merchandising and marketing. In history that, of polka dots. That's that's a that's a two year that's a two year. Yeah, that's probably year. that's an associate's degree. Mm-hmm. That's a, so you get that like FITM and FIT and the new school and all. That's an associate's degree. Not that an associate's degree is bad. It's a degree. Mm-hmm. Do I have an associate's degree? I do not. Love <laughs> the um, love the scenes with Holland Taylor on her first day of class. And, and this I- is another example mm-hmm. of someone who you could have said. Just a mean, bitchy old lady who does yeah. not like Elle, and she completely has a really great moment later on in the movie that you're like, yes, work. Women supporting women, you know? I was looking up a article on uh, 
I can't remember if it was like IndieWire or something of just famous movie props uh-huh. throughout cinema history, and uh-huh. L's pen is on it. That they wanted it was a note in the script that she had this cool pen, and they kind of figured like, well, what would L's pen? It's be? like pink, fuzzy, like mm-hmm. uh, feathery, yep. like marabou feathers. So L's pen, and she's even holding it on the poster. Oh, okay. So just kind of a very um, iconic character prop. And later on, mm-hmm. when she does buy her MacBook from the school bookstore, it's like, girl, you don't want to go <laughs> the over iBook. To Best- you don't want to go over. You don't want to walk over to Best Buy for that. Yeah, the markup at the at the university bookstore. Get the fuck. I mean, she was in she's her, rich. She is rich. but she she's was rich. in she was in her bunny outfit. She was in her bunny outfit, outfit. so yeah, she yeah. just had to go to the campus yeah. bookstore. But I love the idea in this movie that this all the students had their laptops and it was almost played as a joke. Yeah. It's kind of a gag. It's played as a gag. It's like, oh look at look at them all like with their you know And L just has computers and L just has her little fuzzy pen. And a notebook. And a, mm-hmm. Wasn't it like a lips notebook or like the notebook was shaped like something? I don't remember. It was like lips or something like that in the notebook. I also um, loved her outfit too, like looking so sharp. Her very first day of school outfit was great. It's like the purple plaid like suit kind of a thing. It's, it's, like, it's green. It's kind oh, it's of, green. I'm it's sorry. kind of like a robe. It's like yeah, a robe. It's huh. the yeah. And that was also like one. around the time when she bumped into Warner before she goes into class. And she's just like, Warner's like, what the fuck? And she's like, I go here. She's like, what? <laughs> you got into Harvard Law? What? Like it's like hard? It's hard? Like it's hard? <laughs> That's the thing about the script is that there, there are so many great lines of the script. I know. And we totally missed like the whistling yeah. in the mission video too. I object. I loved uh, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the script is so quotable. And I think also over, I mean, gulp over 20 years later yeah. that this has been out. Still pretty funny. Yeah, we were laughing. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Hilarious. We were like, this is great. And there will never be movies like this again. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like a lot of movies now, they're so kind of disposable, but it's like, I don't know. This movie brings the jokes. It does. It brings the jokes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but like the, the attention to detail is so great because even when she does have this this kind of low point where she's just like, fuck, I don't know if this is working out, whatever. And then she does pull herself back up and say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... If this is what it takes to like succeed, this is what I'm going to do. Everybody has a computer. I need a computer. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she goes out and she buys the fucking like pink lifesaver Oreo. What's well, orange. orange? I loved the, it. The orange lifesaver. Like, I don't think that they. MacBook. I don't think that they had pink. They didn't have. At the they time. might have later that on. That would have been an expensive computer. It would have been controversial. <laughs> very controversial. Because it was like. Yeah. It was the very first like iMac, I think, mm-hmm. like laptop. Like, I'd only seen. I'd back. only seen them in movies. I didn't know anybody that that had that. I didn't know anybody who had the MacBook. I didn't know anybody who had the laptop, but I knew people who had the desktop one, the big, sure, the big bubble desktop mm-hmm. in the crazy colors. Oh yeah, like the the MacBook one. I didn't know anybody that had that. Yeah, uh, and then it did get cheaper, and then they morphed into just the screen, and then it went crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like even her choice of computer was like the cool, cute one. Um, so they they made a lot of these like little. Uh, the attention to detail was so good with her character. So after her so well um, after her first day of class, she gets a lot of shit from Holland Taylor. Holland Taylor kind of judging her, Miss Stormwell. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, that's what it's so good about. <sighs> These scenes that set up um, Vivian, Selma Blair, to just be this, you know, 
this mean girl that you're just like, okay, these are the mean. And she has her little friend and like she keeps showing off the ring, this huge ring that almost looks like it doesn't fit her. She's like put like – she'll like pet, you know, Warner's shoulder with her mm-hmm. hand just so like Elle can see it and stuff like that. And you're just like, ooh, that – that Vivian's so mean, but <laughs> and it's it's just such a good job of that. And then later on, when they do get this, uh, oh, and another thing that they do really well is Victor Garber. Yeah, you kind of think that he's going to be this mentor for her and this like great, you know, he's going to be like the stepping stone for L to like get through. Finally, somebody mm-hmm. kind of is acknowledging that she's like serious mm-hmm. you know or at least if not serious then her quirky ideas can actually mean something mm-hmm. in a in a case because yeah. she does always think outside the box you know her crazy ideas of like the weird sperm donor guy you know and like i don't know i think talking about like reckless abandonment i don't reckless know abandonment with yeah. masturbatory emissions <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> i'm like okay maybe this is a bit of a stretch but at least they're setting up that victor garber is saying that's crazy, but you know what? It could work. It could work, right? And which is very L. That's exactly what gets her out of it. You know, that's exactly what mm-hmm. wins her the case at the end of the movie mm-hmm. is this kind of like outside of the box thinking, right? And so it do- the script just keeps doing these things of just like, great, Victor Garber, we love him. And then we get the curveball later on. Yeah. You know? Mr. Callahan, how oh, dare you? Fuck. <laughs> Do we want to talk a little bit about Paulette in oh. this whole we subplot? Have we have Paulette. to talk about Paulette. <laughs> um, and we've we've talked about Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. I mean, yeah. So funny in this movie. I love that she is a nail tech. Mm-hmm. She works at the salon. Um, she's so tacky. And like her hair uh, is just so dated. Everything that they dress her Paulette clothes. in. It's, it, it's so much fun. Yeah, her wardrobe is so. And you dated. know what? I love it. You know what I love is that she never gets a makeover yeah. by L. Yeah, I like that L just lets her be her kooky self, just yeah. accepts her for who she mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is so cool because I could see kind of a lesser movie having the makeover moment. Yeah, yeah. Or but you would. Think- I think that would probably push it over the edge yeah. from yeah. the seriousness. But this, but this movie yeah. doesn't do it. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. And it would be so easy for a character like Elle to be like, oh, like your hair is so like – But she's not Vivian, so – Right. Boom. And, and and yeah, and that's the thing. Paulette is just – she listens to her and, mm-hmm. you know, she's just right there with her. She's with like, there She's there to kind of um, push Paulette up. Yeah. And one of my favorites uh, in the beginning when they very first meet too, one of my favorite things I didn't feel like I find out till later watching – was when she was reading the magazine and Elle comes up and the magazine's saying, are you dying? And she's like full on like going through it because like what I didn't realize was how abused she was. Right. And I was yeah. like, in my mind, I was like, oh, she's just, she's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But no, in reality, she was freaking brutally hurt or yeah. something. Dang. Totally. Totally. And also I messaged you guys being like, I hated her makeup. I hated her outfits, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line that, that Jennifer Coolidge says that I think it's my favorite line in the entire movie. So what's this Vivian have that you don't? Three tits. Three tits. <laughs> oh, God. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that shit's amazing. Um, so also, speaking of this salon, we do have to mention previous movies that made us gay guests. 
Love Connie. Love Connie. Yep. You can spot Love Connie in the scene. <laughs> Bend and Snap works every time. John is in there. You can go back to our um, Lifeguard episode, and John has a whole story about filming that scene. Mm-hmm. Also, their Instagram is at Real Love Connie. Really? If you want to lurk them, they're a drag queen now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can go and see. You can go and see her perform at Akbar. But um, John's whole story of how we got involved in this movie is very funny, and he 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 tells it on our episode. Yeah, it's on our Lifeguard episode. So if you want to go back and listen mm-hmm. to that, it's it's in there. But um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a funny little performance, and he's and he's there in almost all the scenes, just doing a lot of little business. Just yeah, like jizzing up some hair in the background, yeah. Which yeah. I originally, when I watched it, I thought it was only a nail salon, but then yeah. I found out later, I was like, oh, it's a hair salon. <laughs> yeah. Well, so full long. service. Well, because he comes out and he's mixing color when yeah. he says, and I've yeah. only seen the it's nails. the bend and snap. It works every time. He's mixing color. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And the fun fact about the bend and snap: apparently, it was actually a drunken mistake. So allegedly, they were originally going to make that scene into a rob scene to get something with the UPS and Jennifer Coolidge, Paulette. And they're like, well, what can we do? And then they, some girl, like one of the writers, did like did a bend and snap. They're like, let's do that, and that's how it actually came to be. Yeah, and I love that. I think a robbery would have been too much. That's yeah. too sitcom, Golden Girls. Robbing of, changed yeah. a lot, like you said, because you know, movie. robbing hair salons. Yeah, such a lucrative move for like. <laughs> uh, yeah, it also seems like if you listen, if you watch Reese. On like talk shows and stuff, she always talks about like this collaborative process with the writers, you know, yeah, and like kind of forming the character of Elle and kind of like well, I think that adjusting it. This is one of those characters that I think on the page was probably pretty thin, and I think that sure. Reese at this time was getting to the point of her career, yeah. just coming off of a role like Election. That I think that she was getting at a point of that the material has to be really good. Too, right. That she's kind of holding an expectation to it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and she was also getting to the point in career where she was able to kind of talk to the writers and talk yeah. to the director yep. and say like, hey, I'd like to adjust my character here and not just be like, shut up. <laughs> just say the words. I mean, you know what's wild? <laughs> just is say that, the script. I mean, Reese would have been what, like? Very young. 24 years old. Yeah. Also had like a newborn at the time. Oh, yeah. Because this was around the time that she had Ava. Yeah. Yeah. Which was crazy, too, mm-hmm. because apparently wow. Ava just kept being sick and she would have to like stay up all night oh, no. and like take care of her. Oh, and no. And like come to set. <laughs> like a new mother, wow. but also being the lead of Legally Blonde. Yeah. Also, how was mm-hmm. she that skinny? Yeah, seriously. Like, wow. Can That's... I get that secret bitch? <laughs> they did not have Ozempic then. Oh, my God. I was going to say, <laughs> give me a prescription, sis. <laughs> so um, after the, like, you know, Miss uh, Stormwell, like, you know, kicks Elle out for being, not being prepared, <sighs> this is actually when she leaves the courtroom, and this is where we meet my first love, Luke Wilson. Uh, uh, oh, Luke Wilson. God. Emmett. Richmond yeah. in the show, and he is just so sweet. He looks gorgeous. With he his looks hair. great. His we, weird shaped head. Like, we love oh. Luke Wilson. <laughs> He's a very angular face. He but really you know does. What? You know what? Upside it down works. triangle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works. We love Luke Wilson. Uh, loved him ever since what Charlie's Angels. Before that, Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. Yeah. Roll Ten of Moms. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I love Wes Anderson. I. I'm not the biggest Bottle Rocket fan. I love three Wes Anderson movies. Let's put it that way. Um, and they you all have love a, Royal. You love Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. Uh, Moonlight, the, the hotel one, and Moonlight, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise, thank you. 
Um, no, I love Royal Tannenbaums. I love Rushmore. Oh, and, Rushmore. And I love, okay. um, yeah, let's see. What do I like more? Moonrise Kingdom or, or the hotel one? Oh my God. They're both really good. They're both really good. Maybe I like four Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying his, his, this satellite city, moonlight rollerway. Fucking uh, asteroid city. It's going to be out. It's going to be out in the next month. Roller coaster disco. Whatever this new movie. Asteroid is city. Asteroid city. This looks crazy. This looks like looks amazing. It I looks can't like wait to see it. SNL Wes Anderson. It looks like Saturday Night Live was like let's make a Wes Anderson movie. Well, I'll be seeing it by myself. <laughs> but yeah, early two thousands, the Wilson brothers were very big. Yes, yeah. yes there's also uh, Kelso's big brother in that seventy show. Which my grandma worked on. She was uh, a sync artist. Love it. Love it. Uh, that's Yeah, I completely forgot that he was Kelso's older brother on that show. Yeah, he was only on like a few uh, times. Yeah, yeah spe- special guest star. It, it wasn't to the point of um, when Eric left and they brought in mm-hmm. they brought in the other brother yeah. that came out of nowhere. Um, but that, that's so cool that you worked on that show. I love yeah. that. And scenic the, artist. Yeah, scenic artist. I think it was for like what CBS, if I'm not mistaken. Fox. That seventy show was Fox, yeah. I think. I think it was like the production or something like that. Oh god, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, That's what I'm thinking of. All maybe. right. Do we want to talk about the uh the murder? Okay, this case. This case. The murder case. The fact that mm-hmm. Victor Garber, Mr. He's Mr. Taking, what did we say his name is? The professor? He is taking on interns oh, to help Callahan. him with his caseload. Professor Callahan. Why is, is he putting interns on a murder trial? I don't know. Free work. <laughs> Free work? But it's like, can you... A murder college, trial, though? College students? <laughs> He's sure. like, no one else is willing to work with me because I'm an ass. Right, yeah, that's probably, that's probably why. That's probably why. You can't... Such a piece of but, shit. like, you can't put them on, like, a real estate case or something. Have, like, paralegals to, like, help them <laughs> with, like, an actual fucking murder trial. But it's a good thing he did because look how it turned out. But, um... So we got Allie Larder. Yes, Allie Brooke Larder. Brooke Taylor. Brooke Taylor. Um, b- uh, Brooks Bust... What's her What's her workout? He was like Brooks butt busting, butt busting something, yeah. butt yeah. busting something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Allie Larder, an actress that you used to see a lot at this time. Actually, she was in originally the, a model too in the mid two thousands. Sure, yeah, yeah. she was in Varsity Blues. I mean, she came out in the whipped cream bikini. Final Destination. Final Destination. That's right. And I feel like you just kind of quit seeing her in things. Yeah, I think we last around we the mid two thousand twenty twenty. I don't know if she has a reputation of being difficult. If she just got on a do not cast list, but you do not see a lot of Allie Larder anymore. Um, who? I mean, a lot of people from the nineties we don't see a lot of anymore or in two thousands. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last big Ellie Larder uh, vehicle was obsessed. Ab- obsessed. I'm the Beyonce. Hmm. Anytime, anytime there's someone that's cheating on someone else. <laughs> I'm the Ellie Larder. You're the Beyonce. No, I'm the, I'm the Beyonce. Oh. You're the Ellie Larder. Okay, and <laughs> I'm, I'm a al- witness. I'm always the Beyonce. Um, this is probably the first time I was ever uh, familiar with Raquel Welch. I think that she was kind of an introduction for me. Rest in peace. When Rest I was peace, a teenager. Rest Raquel. in peace. But I remember. I mean, yeah. What else would you have known Raquel Welch for? Um, a special appearance by Raquel Welch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is very funny in this movie. Yeah. She only has a very brief time on the screen, but every time she's there, 
You gold. were the first runner-up of the Hawaiian <laughs> tropics. tropics. <laughs> I love that. No, that's your mom. Huh? Oh, that's Elle's mom. That's Elle's mom. Raquel Welch is... Uh, Raquel Welch is the... Um, oh, she's the one that does... Is the daughter the of the... The perm yeah. mom, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she looked gorgeous wrapped up the, in that gold. In the gold, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was like, why is she taking off the... She's like reaching over and taking off the, the cucumbers off this woman's face. That's crazy, but her whole arms are completely wrapped up mm-hmm. in this like gold foil wrap at this at the salon that they go find her in. Yeah, Raquel Welch is We very, were just looking up a um YouTube of Sharon Raquel Welch. Yes, that is the Share Show. On the Share Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you listeners, if you like camp Oh, if you like disco music, it's all on the share YouTube channel, <laughs> the share show. Yeah. The share YouTube channel, all of the share shows that you do not need to buy the time life share show compendium for 12, for 12 easy payments of 1999. You can just go right to YouTube. It's all there. You can see her duetting with her Welch. You can see her dancing with the Osmond family. You can mm-hmm. see her dancing with the Jackson family. It is Cher. It is the 70s. She is tan. She is tight. And she's everything. Mm-hmm. But the video with Raquel is very good. They both look so amazing. Raquel's daughter is played by Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Who is Chutney. <laughs> but not Chutney. So this would have been Linda Cardellini. Not Chutney. Right after Freaks, Freaks and Geeks yeah. was canceled. Right after. So this was yeah. like her first big gig that she booked right after that. Yeah. This is when I was still calling her Linda Cardinelli. Sure. I think that's probably how I assume that you pronounced it when yeah. I saw this movie. Yeah. Um, we, this is our second Linda Cardellini movie, Pete, this year. We what was the first one? Brokeback Mountain. Oh, my oh, God. Brokeback mm-hmm. Mountain. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. She has a really great perm in this movie. It's, it's giving me this almost. Perm. It's almost giving me like 1940s. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't have your bone structure. She, she didn't have your bone structure. I love, I love her cow in that scene. Oh. When yeah, when <laughs> Elle says she's never bone structure, and and Raquel Welch is so proud of that. She's like, oh. <gasps> thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But Linda's perm, this wig, is amazing. It's 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 out of control. <laughs> but it's very much like, see, see, she's got curly hair. She just got a perm. Don't forget, mm-hmm. <laughs> expensive. Yeah, yeah. Because we have to have we have to have our little our little. Uh, my cousin Vinny moments. Well, I guess that we we'll should talk about which. I mean, sh- should we just get there? Oh, or why not? sure. Why I mean, not? so I think that we just watched a clip of Reese Witherspoon on the Drew Barrymore show. Also, by the way, she's been on like four times since she's had the show. So I think that she's pretty, Reese has been on the Drew Barrymore. She's show. pretty close with with Drew. Sure, but she talks about when. Developing the script, I mean, we mentioned before that she, I think that she was just very hands on with the script and the character. And she said to the writers, I want my, my cousin Vinny moment. Yeah. She wants the Marissa Tomei, um, testifying of just a very specific, something very specific that only this person would know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very technical. Yep. And correct. Yes. And when you're watching it, you're just like, oh shit. And what She's we got this. And what we got is the famous perm monologue. Yeah. Which, do we have it? We do. Oh, yeah. Here we go. You know, a girl in my sorority, Tracy Marcinko, got a perm once. We all tried to talk her out of it. Curls weren't a good look for her. 
She didn't have your bone structure. Oh. <laughs> but thankfully, that same day, she entered the Beta Delta Pi wet t-shirt contest where she was completely hosed down from head to toe. Objection. Why is this relevant? Oh, I have a point, I promise. Then make it. Yes. Um, Chunny, why is it that Tracy Marcinko's curls were ruined when she got hosed down? Because they got wet? Exactly. Because isn't it the first cardinal rule of perm maintenance that you're forbidden to wet your hair for at least 24 hours after getting a perm at the risk of deactivating the ammonium thyglocolate? Yes. And wouldn't somebody who's had, say, 30 perms before in their life be well aware of this rule? And if, in fact, you weren't washing your hair, as I suspect you weren't because your curls are still intact, wouldn't you have heard the gunshot? And if, in fact, you had heard the gunshot, Brooke Wyndham wouldn't have had time to hide the gun before you got downstairs, which would mean that you would have had to have found Mrs. Wyndham with a gun in her hand to make your story plausible. Isn't that right? She's my age. Did she tell you that? How would you feel if your father married someone who was your age? You, however, had time to hide the gun, didn't you, Chutney? After you shot your father. I didn't mean to shoot him. I thought it was you walking through the door. <laughs> Work. <laughs> but I remember sitting in the theater and being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever um, my grandma would get perms, she would always mention that you can't. Wash your she hair. She would take a shower that you, that you, night. That you can't take a shower. <laughs> or like like my grandma or my aunt or something. Mm-hmm. Because they used to get perms yeah, at my 80, grandma's house. Would they I do mean, home permanence? Yeah, home permanence. This wasn't even the 80s. <laughs> this was the 90s. In the 90s too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah. A home permanent. I'm, th- I'm sure my sister's done a home permanent as well. And, a, and, an, and an official sell-on one. But yeah, a very... Um, this is very specific information that L would know. And L only would, would know in that L moment. would know that you do not take a shower after you get a perm. In case you ruin the ammonia. Th- <laughs> uh, there, there is holes in your stories, Chutney. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think a lot of girls would know that. But, you know, in, in this particular pool of 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 uh of interns mm-hmm. on the on this case um you know but this is this whole case is where we start to feel for vivian yeah when um their professor is constantly asking her to get him coffee and warner hears it and he's not like i'll get it yeah. Warner's like yeah this is yeah. how it should be yeah he's just <laughs> like yeah go get go get the coffee yeah you know <laughs> and then th- th- i forgot what something happens Oh, it's about the the alibi. Mm-hmm. She, Allie Larder, doesn't want to give the alibi that she got lipo in her ass. I was getting lipo. What's that? Liposuction. <laughs> oh God! Which it's like. Meanwhile, today, girl. Sure. Come on. Not a big deal. Every, I was going to say yeah. it's the average influencer's lifestyle. Like, if you're not yeah. lying, getting lipo, what yeah. are you doing with your life? If you're an influencer and your and your your whole theme is your ass, it's like people know that something was there and i 100 percent feel for her you yeah. know her husband just died she's getting blamed she doesn't want to ruin her career yeah yeah this guy callahan definitely wants her to freaking just lose the case and get the money yeah and um you know Elle's like going there bringing her like a whole casket of just like oh the, self-care the self-care with the cosmetologist so yeah i love that <laughs> and like you know she and the, the crazy part too is that you know they met originally at like the booty class she had the best high kick there but they just clicked <laughs> immediately and she was just like you know this is the one yeah and i love seeing that like immediate trust yeah and you know when Allie larder's hair looks incredible her hair looks prison. great her mm-hmm. her her highlights yet yeah, she looks incredible. so orange 
But you know what? When they're talking about like, oh, like we can't believe that you're not, you know, giving up the the alibi or whatever. And Warner says something about like, oh, it's all about the money. What does think he say? He says, uh, you know, don't worry about her and think about yourself. Think about yourself. And the you think know Vivian was just like, yeah. oh my god. And yeah. that's the first time. Well, I will say like the second time Vivian actually like realizes that okay. This Warner's, is a good person. Yeah. Warner and Warner's sucks. not the person that yeah. I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we start to see that Vivian kind of, you start to feel for her. Yeah. As a, as and I love seeing the progression too of mm-hmm. her just being like, get away to like, you know, maybe, maybe this could, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. Yeah. Cause yeah, because that's the thing. When he's constantly like, oh, Vivian, get me coffee. Vivian, get me this, get me that, or whatever. It's like nobody says anything. Not even like, like mm-hmm. Enid Wexler doesn't even say anything. Yeah. Like they all just kind of let her she's go. She's probably coffee. stoked just to be there. That's true. She, <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's just not even paying attention. <laughs> um, but Warner's sitting right next to her and he mm-hmm. can hear it every time and doesn't do shit, you know? So it's like, it, like there's all this shit is in there, you know? And these. At this point, we still don't know that the professor's – I mean, we know he's a jerk because he's constantly asking for coffee, but they're just little things that they're throwing yeah. in, you know, that, oh, he's being, like, super sexist with her, but he's not being that way with Elle. Like, okay, and then we find out. Mm-hmm. We get the big bomb that he's, like – he, like, touches her leg and he's, like, fully coming on to her. Are you hitting like, on me? Yeah, like, to offer her this this big internship is something that's kind of been – so I was so I was reading that in the earlier scripts of this movie that uh, she was in a relationship with the professor. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, I'm glad they took. And it then, out. I'm glad they took it out. And then yeah. they just sort of retooled it. Yeah, I really Good. love how mm-hmm. much they changed this movie. Even the ending was supposed to be completely different, and I'm so happy okay. that they did the way they did. Yeah, yeah. Because the way, yeah, because the way this, the way the all the courtroom stuff goes down is really fun. What's the, who's the pool boy? Enrique. Enrique. <laughs> oh my god! And, and I your love bo- Chuck. And your boyfriend's mm-hmm. name is Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. Oh my god! And like the thong they show, and one <laughs> yeah. of my favorite lines from um, my Ali uniform. <laughs> you know what Delson knew would never sleep with a man who wears a thong. <laughs> Loved it. I was like, oh my yeah. god! I do like when uh, Enrique kind of. Uh, Denies that Chuck is his boyfriend, and Chuck. What does Chuck say? He stands you up. Bitch. You bitch! You <laughs> laughed. Wait. You laughed so hard at that. Oh my god! And Chuck was a hottie. He I was, was like, oh my god. He was. And Enrique in court in this full-on bedazzled like like the virgin, outfit, yeah. like virgin Guadalupe. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> oh my we god. We were like in court. You were in this bitch. Oh my god. And you slept with who? I don't know, man. <laughs> Did you see the pool boy, though? <laughs> well, you know, one time he left his share album by the pool. That's right. He did leave his share album by the pool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't tap those last season Prada shoes that me, honeys. That, those, those are some kind of like stereotypical gay jokes, but they're still funny. Oh I, don't, my God. I don't care. I live for them. I don't care. You know? Yeah. <laughs> But that's also the generation we lived, you know, with like yeah. Mad TV yeah, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, it's stuff that we will always kind of resonate with because we're, you know, we were raised with like not as much as there is today with comes to wokeness. So, yeah, it's a lot more funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just have a soft spot for stupid, stupid gay jokes. Oh, like I do that. too. Yeah. Fucking Mad TV, man. So, um, Ellen's up winning the case. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, with her with the, her knowledge of of uh, hair care as the lead defense attorney. Yeah. 
because they come up with some weird ass like archaic rule that like thank you Oz yeah thank you Oz that he that she can a student can like be your attorney if there's it's it's a like licensed one yeah it's mm-hmm. like it's like a, a learner's permit if you have a a twenty five year old driver on the car with you you can drive the car <laughs> I mean I guess that's how it works I sure don't really know sure for the purposes of the movie it works and Luke Wilson is just like go girl. He's just constantly like mm-hmm. he's, he's just going. a full on support. This yeah. is why he's the love of my life. <laughs> he is the man I need. Always supporting. Never I mean, once yeah. doubts her. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the more perfect man, Luke Wilson in Legally Blonde or Luke Wilson in Charlie's Angels? Oh. <laughs> That's a hard one. That is a hard one. I love Charlie. Angels he's very too. he's very supportive in both in both capacities. He's a little smarter in Legally Blonde though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Charlie's Angels, he's a little bit more of a dope, but. But it works for him and Cameron Diaz's character. So, and I love how like after she wins the case, Warner runs to her, being like, "Pooh Bear, I yep, love you." Yep. It's just like Warner. This is something I've always wanted to hear. But if I'm going to be a partner in a law firm by the time I'm thirty, <laughs> I need someone who's not a complete bonehead. <laughs> um, Loved it. It's yeah. it's really fun for this last act of the courtroom that we're getting all of the side characters yes. that have connections to L. We're getting Paulette coming in with the UPS guy. Oh yeah, Paulette Pregnant, shows up. Yeah. Maybe the baby L. Um, baby L. That Paul uh, Paulette's let. Uh, she she. She, I'm taking the dog back. <laughs> Paulette has. Uh, I'm taking the dog. Oh my god, that was such <laughs> a good one. Paulette has her bulldog. She has her man. The dog back, and we also get um, the two friends. Oh yes. yeah, Vivian. Yeah. Vivian who and dumped Warner. Well, we have Vivian who dumped Warner, but we have the oh. friends. We have uh, Alana, mm-hmm. um, Alana Yubak, and, and Jessica Caulfield. Caulfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come to the. They come to the case. They Both come for all L. the way to Boston. Both for Al. Vote for vote for Al. Oh, how cute! You know, a judge. I love I love the reactions <laughs> of when they're giving El shit when she's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're kind of like mm-hmm. chuckling at L with like all the shower. Yep. All the shower remarks are just like. Mm. But I love <laughs> I love the look on the annoyed look on Alana's face. Yeah, like these assholes. S- Serena, Serena, and Margot. Mm-hmm. They're just like yeah. They're just like fuck this crowd. <laughs> fuck, fuck that cute judge who like, is this isn't a sorority yeah yeah right yeah. now yeah that is kind of funny that the that the 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 final day in court is this little curtain call for all the for yeah. all the friends mm-hmm. yeah we love that you know and i my one of my favorite parts towards the ending is like when they like give the little side cap to uh warner and they're like warner yeah. didn't graduate with honors he didn't get the girl, and he got no job offers. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, hell yes. Yeah. Well, you know, something that, that that we find out, which is in that really cute scene where Vivian and Elle kind of have their little friendship moment where the, Vivian comes to the, the her dorm room and sits down and talks to her, and she's just like... The whole time I was like, what is going on? Yeah. But she's like, you know what? Warner got waitlisted, and Elle's like, fuck. I didn't even get wait. I got fucking. I got in my first try, bitch. Mm, <laughs> like you know, Warner doesn't even do his own laundry. I know. <laughs> he has to get sent out. So, I know. do you think that if you were to write this movie now, mm-hmm. an element that you would have to include in the script now uh-huh. is the whole nepotism conversation? Is that of even Warner's though family getting him into Warner's th- family getting him into law school? Yeah. I mean, I get that Elle did the work, but she's also from billionaires too right that i feel like that's probably something that you would have to work into 
The Nepo baby conversation. The Nepo baby conversation <laughs> with Elle Woods. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like she does, her parents, she's going probably full ride as in her parents are paying for it completely and not like mm-hmm. any sort of scholarship. And that probably does help. Yeah. If you as a student can say, I don't need any financial aid. I don't need any grants. My parents are paying for all of it. I was going to say, my parents are paying for the school. Yeah, I'm sure that the school is going to be like, welcome aboard. Thank you for the charity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that 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 has to be a, a conversation for even for Elle, who's does, who may be not like Warner, who's like mm-hmm. legacy and parents yeah. pulled strings and all that stuff. But you're right. Just because she, they do have so much money to just pay for it that mm-hmm. the school's like, Sure. So they knocked out a sequel to this movie pretty quick. So Legally Blonde 2, The Red, White, and Blonde came out summer of 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, I only saw it once. Honestly, my only uh, sort of references for it now is... You look like the Fourth of July. Makes me want a hot dog. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Well, we're watching this Uh, movie last night, and I was like, when does Jennifer Coolidge want a hot dog? And Scott's like, that's a sequel. That, I was like, that's oh, a sequel. oh yeah. damn it. And <laughs> apparently there is a third, and it's actually, spo- I think it was already supposed to come out, but I ever looked it up and it's not out yet. So oh. this third movie has been, has been talked about for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Its original release date was 2002, or 2003, May 2nd. 2022. Oh. And I just think it's just script issues. Well, I think you, you guys are forgetting about... Legally, Legally Blondes. Blondes. The musical? <laughs> no. no. There was a third movie. <laughs> a third oh, movie. oh my God. With the two mm-hmm. girls. The two girls. I saw that like, when I was on YouTube. They are like, L. They're yeah. L. Woods. They're her cousins or Cousins something? from England. Oh, God. Yeah, right? That, yeah. <laughs> Moving from England to California, the youngest cousins of L. Woods must defend themselves uh, when their school's Raining forces turn on the girls and try to frame them for a crime. Legally Blondes, 2009. I mean, we can't have any erasure of Legally Blondes. I know. I will not stand for this. I mean, this movie also did have a Legally Blonde mockbuster with uh, Pam Anderson and Carmen Electra. What? Called Blonde and Blonder. Blonde and Blonder. Is it Carmen Electra? Uh, let me see. And I think that Luke Wilson is also in that, oh, too. Oh, fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Blonde and... He's like, I'm going to ride this out. Blonder. Maybe that's like a, not a... Oh, there it is. 2008. Uh, we got Pam, Anders- Pam Anderson and Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Uh, yeah. Wow. I don't know why I thought Carmen Electra. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm not seeing Luke Wilson unless... It's it's way down there. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm seeing like the first male lead. Okay. To somebody that I don't know who this is, or any of these people. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, this looks very mockbustery. Mm-hmm. Pam Anderson and Denise Richards. I love them both. I'll I'll watch I'll watch the the, uh, the tagline for this movie is it's a no brainer. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, so I'm also seeing... It, this is like a whole genre in the 2000s. Are the Legally Blonde knockoff movie, Private Valentine, Blonde and Dangerous, starring Jessica Simpson. Oh, no. And Steve Gutenberg. Oh, no. Directed by Steve Miner, who did Halloween H2O. How do you like oh, that? I that. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah... It, 
this movie was kind of a like a phenomenon as far as like yeah. you know like it was a big launching deal. Reese's career, launching like, Reese's career, and also whenever movies that uh, star women make money, they're almost dismissed as a fluke right. by the industry, right, right. and that still happens to this day. Of when a movie like Bridesmaids comes along, everybody is shocked. And then there's that a slew it, of that fucking it did so well, afterwards. and then there are a slew of knockoffs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it does have this movie does have like a lasting legacy. We were laughing, oh, definitely laughing last night watching it. Just kind you know? of, I mean, like a movie like Mean Girls, its lines are just sort of ingrained in pop culture. Yeah, the and, bend and snap. Mm. And some of my favorite things about finding out when I was like looking more into this like movie was like how Elle kept all her outfits because she didn't want no creep to have them. Love that. I love that. I love that. Like you know, she actually was like an understudy to a swarty to figure out the character role. Was so I was like, girl, you don't need that. Like, <laughs> you didn't even. They need even to had a, like a discussion with the, um, the the signature color, which was pink. They go to the swarty and they're like, oh yeah, it's pink. I was like, how do you not know that immediately? What do you think it was gonna be blue? <laughs> like, no, it's gonna be pink. Like, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Come on. Yeah. I remember when. This movie turned 15 on Reese's Instagram account. She showed off all of the outfits that she that she kept. Oh, she, she still kept, has them to this day? Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, how long ago did it turn 15? Well, 2016. I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was wow. it 20 years now? Yeah. So crazy. Over 20 years. Over 20, mm-hmm. 22. I mean, at this, point. this is the 20-year anniversary of Legally Blonde too. Wow. When that I, came out 20 years ago. That's wild. That's... That's I mean, wild. I think the sequel can still happen. I think that Reese is probably just very particular about s- stuff like story and script. Yeah. That yeah. it has to be perfect. Yeah. And Reese is a perfectionist. I mean, she has her own production company. And what I love about Reese is that she is a huge movie star that when she got to a point of her career where she did not like the pro- the projects that were being offered to her... She formed her own production company, and she made the roles herself. Sure. And she pr- even produced stuff like Gone Girl. Yeah. And she just recently sold her production company for, like, a lot, a lot of, money. of money. Like so, $900 million, I think. Yeah. Like, she's, like, a smart, she's a smart businesswoman. That's so mm-hmm. close to a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Another really crazy thing that I thought was really interesting was how they were actually going to have a completely different ending to the movie. Do we know what that oh, was? What was that? Yeah, so the ending was originally uh, going to end at the courthouse right after she won with her and Luke Wilson character um, sharing a grand kiss on the steps. It then cuts to Elle with Vivian starting their own blonde legal defense club at Howard, Harvard Law School. Okay. But they thought it was just kind of weak yeah. ending, So, mm-hmm. which I agree would have been. Yeah. We know, we know Selma can pull off blonde hair. Yeah. We've seen it. Um, also, props to her for doing all the things she has with multiple sclerosis. I mean, fuck. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, and her documentary. Have you guys seen it? I haven't watched it yet because I just don't have enough tissues in the house. <laughs> but we'll buy you some. Jeez Louise. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit is wild. Um, and her aunt, and Christine Applegate. Yeah, you too. know. Like, this shit is – that is tough. And for both of them to just be, like, where they are and still, like – Doing as much as they're doing, it's crazy. When I mean, we're not we're not big Dancing with the Stars people, but when she I'm was on either. there, we were like, sure, we'll watch. <laughs> oh we'll my watch gosh, it. Reese! It, oh, it I'm, was wild. Reese sold her production company for nine hundred million dollars. That's what I said, girl. I, uh, the, I, I needed to find an actual yes. number for that. 
Mm-hmm. But didn't her weird ex-husband kind of have a stake in that? Thing? Probably. Not, and, and, not that I'm whispering. And she's getting a, no and she's currently in the middle of a divorce with him right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Is that the mm-hmm. same guy that when she went to Ireland, she got pulled over by the police and she yes, was like, do you not know who new, I am? Do you know who I am, You can't, guy, take me, yeah. you can't arrest me. Loved it. I mean, Go, yeah, I feel like, I feel like if I was arrested now, I'd probably try to pull that. Do you know yeah, right. It wouldn't quite work. I'm freaking Peter. <laughs> yeah, Reese, I mean, shit. The thing is, though, it's like, She's a, she is a powerhouse in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like right now, she's oh, yeah. fucking like she could buy and sell the three of us without like blinking an eye. And I would be totally okay with that. I'd be okay with it. I, I hope like, I'm more than a hundred. Mama Reese, please <laughs> just put me somewhere nice. Yes, um, <laughs> she's so rich, mm-hmm. but it's like she. Like she did all that, like yeah. based on she did all of that just because she wasn't satisfied with the type of work that she was getting or being offered. So, but she had the, she had to make it happen for herself. But she had the 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 presence and the charm and mm-hmm. the smarts. Oh yeah, to do it and to make it work and to keep thriving and to keep creating roles and movies and parlaying all that shit and then turning it into best actress. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah, fuck. It's like the trajectory that you want, like in Hollywood. It's crazy that that she was able to do all that, and it's like, and create your own path too. Because yeah. in Hollywood, it really yes. is hard to not get pigeonholed in one outfit. I mean, like Amanda Bynes, you know, like Lindsay Lohan. They all had like pretty much meltdowns for not getting the roles that they wanted, which yeah. was like vulgar, more interesting. Not this like the basic girl. Yeah, and, and all, you know, and restarted as a child actor. She yeah, started she did. The Man she, in the Moon. She was like twelve. She started as a child <laughs> actor, but and also a mom when she was in her early twenties. That's which now would too. which now is kind of unheard of. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you see. Some, I mean, Kiki Palmer's about to have a kid. But Kiki Palmer's Kylie almost 30. But also, Kiki yeah. Palmer's in her, like, late 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner's very young, but she's not an actor, so. Oh, well, I mean, you got me there. You got me there. But, but, she's a reality but, she, star. but she could also buy and sell all three of us. Mm-hmm. All with at the, the same the time. With the snap of, of her very long nailed fingers. But <laughs> we're still holding out for Legally Blonde 3. It can still happen. Yeah. Why not? We're mm-hmm. here for it. We will say we did watch the Netflix movie with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, garbage. And we were less, it's terrible. less than impressed. What was it? <laughs> your Just Place or Mine. Your Place or Mine. And we love And we love both of them. Yeah. But Ashton looked so miserable in that movie. Both of them did. Well, the other thing is that they're not in the movie a lot together. They're no. on the phone together. But like, I also their scenes are all. I also apart. think the ending scene at that airport they stitched together. Yeah, two different two different shots. Yeah, and made them look that like they, they may were on not have been together. doing them at the same time. Yeah. yeah, and I just don't think that Ashton is really into the acting world really much anymore. Sure, anymore. because he did he like the charity to. for a really long time. Yeah. He has the kids with Melly Kunis. Like he, I just think so I think he's just doing on. what he has to do to get yeah. the money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, we we love Reese. We love all that. All that good stuff, but we did see that we did see your place of mine, and we were we were less than enthused with the, <laughs> with the results. But we hey, love to hear it. <laughs> hey, if you if you have a different opinion, that's great. Let us know <laughs> how you felt about it. But um, 
But Legally Blonde. Do we have any last thoughts on Legally Blonde? You know, I just want to say this was such an incredible movie to like grow up to. Yeah. From seeing how you could, if you just put in the hard work and just kill it, you could do pretty much anything and still be who you are as a person. Yes. And I just want to say like that as a kid growing up was really nice, even though my mom did not want a gay son. (laughs) Um, She got one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because you're right that's the whole thing that's the message at the end of the day l didn't change for harvard yes you know she and got everyone kind of, denied her yeah. even her friends at one point her family like even the people when she was there people were like what are you here for yeah she kind of had everybody else adapt to her and she made it work you know and that's, and that's a beautiful that's thing. a great message you yeah. know also shout out to bruiser and all their outfits. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so freaking cute. little cute outfits. Yeah. Little loony. Yeah. When he's getting his little roots done in the hair salon. The hair foil, tinfoil. Why were they giving that dog... Why, why they, not? Why were they giving that dog foils? <laughs> Just a little highlight. Just pop out his eyes. Because it's cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Wolfgang. Oh, my God. This Wolfgang. So, you do drag. I do do drag. <laughs> you can find me at, at the Wolfgang Queen. I've been doing drag since 2016. She's really pretty. <laughs> and she. I think I would like to say she's a 90s biker bitch. Love it. And, uh, yeah, I've been starting to do drag. And I took a four-year break because um, at one point I was uh, struggling with the fact, thinking I might have been, like, transitioning. And so when wow. I got into it, I was like, oh, you know, I really love this. I love the attention. I, I look, and, like, people would tell me, like, I've only seen you as, like, a woman. And so I took some time off, and now I'm back. You know, I fully realize who I am. And I did not transition for you guys to know. But um, I, I'm getting back to Dragon and having so much fun with it. Um, Night of a Thousand L. Woods, what look are you going in? Oh, my God. If I, <laughs> I love this question. But I think... Oh, because you know I love that latex outfit that she comes in Harvard with. I was going to say, underrated look underrated of the movie. Look. It was yeah. so mm-hmm. good. I would wear that or the bunny outfit where she, you know, where she goes oh, to the being like, you know, yeah. I love your look, but, you, you know, when I look like a frigid fucking bitch, you know, I try not to look so constipated. Just felt like dressing up. So the bunny or that one, and I would totally do the bunny and drag one day. Watch out, people. Find that <laughs> online. Love it. <laughs> love it. Amazing. Do you have anything upcoming that you want to plug? Any performances, anything like that? Nothing yet, but, you know, things will be in the works. I'm yes. just really happy to have met you guys and have yeah, this amazing absolutely. moment. Like, this was Same. so cool. Typically, like, a huge mark in my life that I will always remember just bumping into random people being like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love Legally Blonde. And you're like, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So thank you so much for giving oh, me the time. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thank you so mm-hmm. much for coming on the show. But, yeah, everybody check out uh, Wolfgang's Insta. At the Wolfgang Queen. Yes, indeed. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, keep an eye out for some maybe some upcoming uh performances or yeah. appearances or shoots photo or shoots, shoots. i might like be dating a couple guys right now uh oh uh oh all righty but listeners uh well it's it's it might be time to say goodbye to our guest thank you so much for coming on and hopefully we can have you on again for something in the future i would love that also goodbye y'all listening much love <laughs> thanks everybody we'll see you soon bye bye and thank you so much for listening everybody Thank you so much. Yes. Fun episode. Uh, Legally Blonde. Glad we finally got to the full episode for the main theme. Um, That was a lot of fun and a great one. But I think it's time right now 
for Patreon shoutouts? Yes. God, I was waiting. It's time for some Patreon shoutouts. Let's hear them. Uh, we would love to say hello and thank you so much to all of our wonderful new patrons because we've got uh, some fun extra stuff on Patreon. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But right now, we're going to say hello to all of our wonderful patrons, including our new ones. Will, Adam, Chris, Andrew, Laura, Thomas, Dan, Worley Flower, Brenna, Jessa Rabbit, Lawrence, Danielle, Lisa, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jamel, Melanie, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Heather, Muffy, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emma, Millie, Aaron, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and finally, Rufino. Thank you so much. You guys, we've got some brand new uh, bonus content we do. on the Patreon. We are doing a uh, recap of RuPaul's Drag Race all Season stars. 8 All-Stars. Yes, absolutely. Every week we've got a brand new recap or recap, if you will. They're out around Mondays? Yeah, they're out on Mondays. I was a little sick this week, so it was a little late in the evening on Monday, but we still made it out on Monday. And, um, yeah, uh, we're doing a recap of the season, so it's our favorite show. So, you know, if you want to listen to us muse on who we think is going to win this season. And that is the $5 level and above. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think that we're going to probably keep this up, that we're going to start to do... Yeah, we'll do more TV shows. We're going to do more TV, and we're going to keep doing the commentaries. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So check it out. We've got some 30-plus bonus episodes for our Watch With Us commentary tracks where we pick a movie and we record a brand new commentary track as we're watching the movie. We give instructions on how to sync up the movie if it's streaming or if you have the DVD and then play our commentary to go along with it. Or you can just listen to it as a bonus episode. It works really well that way uh, also. And there are over 30 of those and those are on the $10 level. So there's lots of yeah. really fun options over on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So thank you for uh, checking that out. Patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. We'd also love it if you would just uh rate and review the show give us five stars yes indeed if you're on apple Podcasts or on spotify smash that five star button all the way over to the right and if you're on apple Podcasts and you want to write a review please do we'll read it on an upcoming episode Mm -hmm. uh you can follow us on all the socials we're on pretty much everything we're on instagram and facebook at movies that made us gay and if you're still on twitter we're at mtmug pod yes indeed if you want to follow our personals feel free my name is at peter lasagna on instagram I'm Scott Gungballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.